Showtime. We are live. Yes. <laughs> Hi, Lekwan. I am so honored and so delighted to meet you and to have this beautiful conversation live. I'm welcoming you to the Women's Empowerment Series. So the Women Empowerment Series is a platform that we created to showcase amazing women like you doing incredible work, Thank empowering you. other people, helping around them and making a real impact. And in the same time, rising up like a beautiful a leader and a great CEO. So it's so nice. Such an honor to have you. Likewise. Thank you. Nice to meet you too. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you connecting from Maryland. I would love you to share a bit uh, about you. I want to see who's joining us. So ladies and gentlemen, usually we have them both. If you're coming in, just tell us where you're connecting from. We would love to greet you, myself and Lakwan. And if you have any questions, uh, just put it in the comments and we will be delighted to answer it. If you are watching us on replay, hashtag replay, and we will answer to that as well. So Lakwan, tell me about you. Tell me about the amazing things that you grew up doing and uh, and how you are rising as a big reference for small enterprises and minorities. Thank you. So my name is Laquan McCarley. Um, I am a native of Washington, D.C. actually was born there, grew up in the Columbia Heights neighborhood. My city. I love Washington, D.C. <laughs> <laughs> so great city to grow up in. Um, a lot of things to do, people to meet. Um, I actually went off to school and went to an HBCU, Lincoln University. Yes. Um, yeah. Then came back and um, actually started working for a law firm, which actually turned my interest into small business. So okay. with that experience with the law firm, um, I was able to deal with dreamers and just passionate people who wanted to do great things, build great businesses. And I got the little business bug from that. I said, oh, if I can help people do this, um, I want to try this for myself. Um, so I, I I ended up launching um, two companies. One was a uh, compliance company because that's what I was. I really had a good niche at, which was really helping people to get past the nose of mm -hmm. building their businesses in the city, operating their businesses in the city. So licensing and compliance. Um, and then the other part was my passion, which was mm -hmm. I opened up a bridal shop. Yes. Family, which was awesome. It was an awesome experience. I think I just needed to get that creativity out of my system um, just in order for me to learn some other things as well. Because even when you are building a business, it's good to learn um, different processes. So that particular um, experience taught me about uh, that customer experience, being mm -hmm. able to relate one-to-one -one with a person, um, understanding what it was like to pivot, even though I didn't understand that word when I was younger. I just mm -hmm. knew that I had to make certain changes at certain times, how to buy, you know, how to deal with manufacturers and all these different things. So yeah. it was, I had no mentor or anything. I just did it all by fire, which was really interesting. <laughs> which is but, good because often when you don't know, then you just jump and you don't even know what risk you're taking. Exactly. And I think in a way that was probably good for me because then I was able to really dig in and really understand what was happening. But I do, you know, at, looking back, I said, wow, what, how great would it have been to have a consultant or some other form of platforms like we have now um, mm -hmm. that we can reach out to others and kind of, you know, as they say, pick their brains and and, and kind of get a, a, a 10 year leap Surprise, in, yeah. into the information. Right. So um, I did that. And then after I did that, I actually I did some marketing uh, for a little bit um, for a contractor. And I said, you know, this is a great morphing. I can take everything that I've learned 
um, and really get into the government contracting space because I saw that a lot of the minority companies, especially small businesses, you know, they weren't really getting the same level of attention or the same level mm -hmm. of care um, that was needed in order for them to really build, right? So it's when true. we first start our businesses out, you know, we're just we're excited. We we're ready to go. We have some um, pieces of the puzzle. But then as we get further along into our businesses, then that's when it gets a little bit difficult. And, you know, I want to make sure that we are helpful in helping people to avoid a lot of the pitfalls. Right. Because wow. the government mm -hmm. buys everything. Right. You're mm -hmm. in business. If, if you sell paper clips you know, the government buys that too. So just to, just to kind of give people an option of how to diversify and really how to navigate that government process because there's so many different barriers to entry that mm -hmm. we want to try to make it easier. So that's what I try to do. <laughs> so I want to greet some people joining us. Hi, Mo from West Africa. Hi, Malika joining us from Morocco. So we have people just, it's very nice to have you join awesome. us. We have a fascinating lady doing so many great things uh, with us today. So Welcome. Welcome, everyone. Welcome. So um, what do you find was the most difficult uh, and uh, hurdles or challenges that stopped them, the minorities or the small enterprises? Um, what is one it? is understanding the certification process and what you need. So strategy mm -hmm. is really important strategy. when you are trying to build your business, whether you're doing government or not. It's really having a strategy of what you're trying to do. The other part of it is uh, planning your finances. Right. Financial um, contributions to what you're doing, knowing what you need when you start, knowing what you need if you're trying to bridge somewhere else um, is very important. Uh, building relationships with a bank that knows your business, understands yeah. it and supports it. That's very yeah. important. Every so bank has its own flavor of industry, mm -hmm. right? So mm -hmm. you want to make sure that you interview your banks just as you would anyone else to make sure that they can help you, they can give you resources, um, and also um, be able to be, uh, as we say, your friend in your business, because right. you're going to need that person as you keep going along. So mainly when you have this contract. Yeah. So it's yeah. like meaning when you have this very official and structured contract, you need mm -hmm. to have the whole baggage very clean. And very clear. Right. You know. And it all takes time. You know, people have to understand it's not instant. You know, mm -hmm. everything takes time. And in, in taking the time to build your infrastructure so that your foundation is extremely strong is very important. Mm -hmm. So even mm -hmm. if you're already in business and you're looking back and saying, oh, I need to fix certain things, that's fine too, right? Because yeah. this is all still a learning uh, process for us as leaders and as you know, bosses of our businesses and guiding entrepreneurs or other um, employees or whether it's just you, right? Because the reality of a lot of small minority-owned businesses, it's just us, right? We it are is. the accountant, we are the manager. One we person, are, right? it's <laughs> like a, a solopreneur, yeah. <laughs> exactly, and knowing yeah. where you need your levels of support, right? So- Whatever your zone of genius is, that's the zone you stay in. And then you bring in people who can do the things that you need done, right? That you may not be as much of a genius, but you know enough to say, hey, I need this. Yeah. And I need you to take your zone of genius and your creativity to add to what I'm doing, right? So being a part of that overall vision. Greetings. That makes More greetings. Sense? Yeah. More greetings to you. Like welcome. Welcome. Everybody. Thank you. Welcome. <laughs> That's very, very true. And, but you know, but I always say, in, even though 
they are small businesses and they are solopreneurs, mm -hmm. but actually everybody from the ecosystem that they need are part of their team. So exactly. the band becomes your team. You helping them, you are part of the team. So exactly. they create a different model, but they're not alone because you can't thrive in business on your own. You've got to be able to harmonize with all the parts. That and that's a life you. lesson too, right? So mm. in life, we need extensions of ourselves in order to be able to get to the, to the vision. So, you know, letting people know where you're trying to go, right. And really understanding if they can help you, you know, in the process. Now there'll be people who will be there for the first, you know, whatever, like let's say for the first million, right. Once you get to a million dollars, if, if that's what you want to do, um, then you may need someone else has another level of expertise to take you to the yeah. next million. Right. Absolutely. So every and you build your team at that moment. You need somebody yes. because you have more, you know, less risk, more reassurance. You you build the credibility. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Every piece yeah. to your puzzle. So understanding your vision. So first, as a leader, understanding where you're trying to go. Right. What is that long term vision that you're looking at? And then stepping it back, saying to yourself, OK, this is what I want to do. These are the clients, you know, that I want to attract and make a list of the people that you want to go after. These large companies, no company is too big or too far or too far of a reach for you to. Obtain. I love that. Put it I on your list it. and say, hey, I want to reach out to this company and keep reaching out and figure out how I can be a part of their team. Right. And then yeah. utilize people who um, have like a method like yours or or have connections and 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 uh, other uh, avenues of helping you to get there um use those people because we we can help you launch off right you have to stand in the room but yeah we can help you, you get have to, yeah i love that resilience you gotta be resilient you have yeah. to be resilient right don't take no for an answer that's my my motto i grew up on that. i love that you know just this morning i was talking with one of my clients and really figuring out how some people um you know keep the cap and just they reach the million dollar they reach even more mm -hmm. and what and often the question in how can you do that and people can be very uh, impatient to see things mm -hmm. happening very fast yeah. and when they don't see it right away they get discouraged yeah. and that's what a lot why a lot of entrepreneurs don't sustain themselves because they you know they're they want things to happen faster than what you know the time allows exactly. it to be and yeah so how do you handle that? I'm curious to say what do you say to so uh, to as you were saying that I, I hear the voices of what if I'm not making a million dollars? Like, what is, what is that? What does yeah. that look like? Does that mean that I'm not being successful? It does not. Everyone's success level is totally different, right? Again, your long-term vision is what is the driving point of what you're trying to do, why you're doing it, right? Some people want freedom to do uh, what they want to do so they can be at home with their kids or they can travel more or they can care for um, an ailing parent or they want to build a legacy company in order for that to, to keep trickling down into their family values, right? Mm -hmm. So it's not, um, even though we all say it is about the money, but it's not. The focus should be more on what is my impact? What am I trying to impact? Oh, from the impact, the money will follow. That's what my grandma Oh, yes. Yeah. 
say. Oh, yes. Well said. From the impact, from giving the best value you can give, mm -hmm. the money will just come. Yeah, the yes. money will follow, right? Because money goes where it's best treated. And, that's, and I said that once in one of my LinkedIn posts. It goes where it's best treated. It, it wants to understand that if I, give you my, if I give you what I value, will you take care of it? Will you be able to reciprocate that? Will you be able to give me something in exchange? So while our, our small businesses are are working very hard, our solopreneurs, they're, they're doing everything, right? From running their businesses to ordering their own supplies to figuring out how to work automations to, <laughs> to all those yeah. things and being, you know, and, and in their life doing those things as well. Know that every step you're doing, you're planting a seed. Right. Mm -hmm. So you may not see everything from that seed that day, maybe that month or even maybe that year. Mm -hmm. But I promise you, it does come back. You will get that call that says, hey, remember last year when you called me and you said that you can do this? Well, now I have an opportunity. Mm -hmm. Can you do it? Right. And so, so for you to make sure that you're in position to say, I can do it. Right. Anything you give, I can do it. Never say no to an opportunity. Figure it out and do it. <laughs> <laughs> Good. But this is so true about the seeds. That's what we always do. That's why I focus on giving the best you have that day, yes. which means you're putting seeds. Some seeds takes nine months. Some seeds takes 12, 18 months. Some seeds take five years. You don't know. Yes. But yes. just trust. So just much. Trust. Just yeah. trust. Even, in this, in, even this, in this day and age where everything is so fast, right? There's still, there's still a process. That process has not changed. It probably will never change, no matter how fast our technology gets. There's still that underlining process of building a business and understanding those functions and, do, and being in the business of people because you still have people, right, that you have to, uh, to ensure that you have the right team right around you, whether it's mm -hmm. building small and having one person at a time and saying, hey, I want to build this structure first and then move on. Because as you entertain the government realm, right, in dealing with contracts, you have to be mindful of what you're signing up for, right? Mm -hmm. You have to be mindful of understanding that you're delivering something based on a contractual promise to and the government and that you're being paid for that promise, right? Mm -hmm. And that anything that happens in between, that you have to mitigate those issues issues right and make it's sure your responsibility you right just, yeah right you have to so be think aware of, think of being in the government as <clears throat> have being a government contractor as having that same level of relationship if i'm in relationship with you then i'm going to bring you the best that i have in my capability to deliver the service that i say that i can do so mm -hmm. most times people can articulate that in the speaking world, but when it mm -hmm. comes to writing it out and actually being able to capture that in a presentation world may be difficult. So one of the things we do help with is that proposal writing, because we understand that that translation sometimes can get lost, right? And how we do this, which is the person-to-person yeah. -person conversation. But then mm -hmm. if you say, hey, can you write down everything that you do and tell me how you do it? Wow. It, it it is it is a dance right you have to oh, oh yes <laughs> because you because you adapt to things you yes adapt. it is a dance so you that's one of the dances intuition. they don't teach you you know how to articulate clearly in government world um how you do your process and how that process actually is in compliance right mm -hmm. with what the government needs so that's what we help you to bridge that gap and kind of understanding that mm -hmm. 
you know, it's you are in a very sophisticated sphere, really, because you need to have a lot of understanding of the legal mm-hmm. aspect and very detail oriented, right? Yes. Reading so, is uh, important. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of reading, mm-hmm. but it's okay. You know, yeah. it's, it's, it's understanding details. Um, so if you're a detail oriented person, it, mm-hmm. it helps. So every piece of who you are comes into play, right? Leadership okay. is, is personal development. It's, it's bringing all that you do and who you are to the table. And it even tests it. It challenges it. It sharpens it. It, it mm-hmm. frustrates you sometimes. It, it, you know, it makes you extremely happy sometimes. You don't understand why you're doing certain things at certain times in your life, but know that those things are helping you in that future aspect of what you're trying to do. So that's really nice. I mean, I see you. You speak with so much passion for the work you do and everything. Mm-hmm. Do you see more of those solopreneurs coming up as young or is it usually people that have been there? How do you see it for this new generation? Like, do you see so, them? Yeah, so for the new generation, it's it's the fast and fury, right? So social yeah, media. Yes, yes. That's why I'm curious to see social if you have some young ones can make someone um, very either successful or very uh, rich, you know, in a matter of a short period of time. Yeah. Right. But then again, there's still a process and an aspect to that. Now you have to understand how to manage that. Now you have to understand there's a different responsibility that's involved, right? Mm. You've been able to accomplish the instant success, but can you sustain it? Can you take what you've given out and turn it around and reproduce it to the level that's being required, like supply and demand, right? Whether you are giving out an actual product or an actual service, right? The world is always evolving. So how Mm -hmm. are you evolving with it? So there are people who are, as we say, one-time wonders, right? Could be two-time wonders, right? And they got Um, lucky for one time, okay. Exactly. But then how are you evolving? There's a sustainability factor that still has its own rules that has nothing to do with the instant success. Right. Um, And so that part, our younger generation um, still needs to learn that piece. And some of them are learning it by fire. Some of them are are creating some very innovative things that probably you and I would never have thought of or even imagine how to use. Right. So, well, yeah, I mean, you have a daughter of, you know, I have my daughters I'm watching. I'm like, yeah, yeah. So most times if I have a technology challenge, I give it to my my kids because they're they're living in that technology world, right? I grew up in a world where we still had pay phones and then we morphed into I know. Pagers. And then we yes. into the big old cell phones. That's and true. We're, we're the same phones. generation. Yeah. That's it. So what we I had always, no internet. They no. could not understand. <laughs> Encyclopedias. We had to go yeah. to the library. Yes, my kids, yes, exactly. my kids today is like, what is that? <laughs> Yes, for a whole day, it's gone. I remember, you know, when I was at Harvard, I used to go and, and sit in this very dusty library. It's scary mm-hmm. because it's dark. Mm-hmm. And you pull all these old books and nobody does that. They don't even understand. It's like it's coming from movies or something. Exactly. But yeah. then that's where your, your more seasoned entrepreneurs come into play, right? Mm-hmm. So your more seasoned entrepreneurs can mentor the younger ones to say, yeah. hey, if you want to stay here, or you want to continue to grow, here are some things that you can do because some of the rules still apply, right? And some of those rules our younger generation don't know because again, they have a very large platform um, that is intricate in its own way, 
but there's a sustainability factor factor that's not there, nor does it teach you how to do this. It doesn't mm -hmm. teach you the relational piece of how to deal with people, your customer conflict resolution, things like that. Um, yes. So that's what that's those are the things that you need your 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 elders, your wisdom warriors for, right? People yes. who who've been there, we understand how that works. We understand that if you get in conflict with a contract or in conflict with an employee, in conflict that th those are the things that you have to learn, right? Those are learned attributes. So. With the older entrepreneurs, I see them having new life, right? It's it's a new life of, oh, 50 is not old anymore. Like no. we can build and create and and turn our dreams even further down the line. We can make them even bigger. Um, there are no limitations to what we can do. Um, and, and we can incorporate people from around the world. We are no longer cut off from creatives or from people who do things that are just so beautiful, right? Mm -hmm. So, and being able to, to get those other influences, I think it's very important for global collaboration. Yes. That's, that's how we all grow with the global collaboration and understanding that the way I do things in the United States may be different from the way you do things where you are, but mm -hmm. there may be something in between that helps us both, right? Yes. Yeah. And the world today, I think mainly now with the digital era and Zoom, we are not anymore limited to the area where exactly. we are. It's like when you think, you think global, everything mm -hmm. goes global. It's mm -hmm. like, can you imagine? It's like we are like what, two billion connected at a click, two billion people. I mean, it's just like how LinkedIn, awesome that's that? how we connected. And you're not alone, right? And yeah. like you said, you're just, you're just not alone when it comes to, to life. Yeah. And so when you show up and you believe and you keep, you know, keep your objective alive and mm -hmm. you do your best every day and you align with your objective, you will reach that objective no exactly. matter how much time it takes. Exactly. It's like no matter how much time, how long exactly. it takes. The whole thing is to continue on giving the best of what you are and the best of what you have. Exactly. And you will, yeah. I mean, yeah. and that's really the strong message, even from our discussion, is that, you know, have a vision, just like you said, Lakwan, you need to have a clear vision. You align with it, which means that you're emotionally at ease with it. Like, yeah, I deserve to reach that vision. It's mm -hmm. not like, no, I don't deserve it. It's not for me. It's like, no, you, you heal from everything that could block you and you do the work. You, do the exactly. work and you have to do the work. You have to stay up late at night sometimes. You do. You sometimes do. you don't get any sleep, right? Yeah, but the things of why you're doing Do you still it, do that or no more? Like I do. I actually just had that issue the other day. <laughs> I had really? Did you have yeah, something to, to finish? Two days in a row. I had to sit two days in a row to finish. What, did you have some work to finish? No, today, yesterday was the end of it. Thank you. know, Thank God for that particular project. But... <laughs> But you do what you have to do, right? It, you got to do. I mean, I just finished the book and I wrote my book in the summer, you know, supposed to be with the kids by the beach, but I was just writing. Yeah. And I, I loved it. I mean, I really enjoyed doing it, but it was work. I was yeah. not sitting and looking at the sun and doing nothing. No, I was writing. Yeah, <laughs> I was writing. it is. It is work. Being a, an entrepreneur is work. Sometimes you're, you're going to find yourself in life and in business. You're going to be an employee and an employer at the same time, right? Mm -hmm. There's going mm -hmm. to be times. And an investor. 
because you right. invest in your business too. Right. You got to have all those hats, right? You do. And then there, that's still a learning process, right? So mm -hmm. even when you are employed by somebody, you should be learning, learning your craft, honing it in, understanding, watching how that business operates. Mm -hmm. What can you do better, right? To make, to make that business grow, right? Because yeah. then that helps you. That helps yeah, you in, in, in your pursuit to what you want to do. And then mm -hmm. some people, they, you know, if they don't want to be their own entrepreneur, that's fine too, because there are some people who are great supporters in business. Mm -hmm. Because if everybody was a business owner, we wouldn't have that great support. That's right? true. Yeah. So it is really understanding, you know, and owning where you are, right? Mm -hmm. If you are an employee now, but you are pursuing your entrepreneurial dream. Don't get frustrated at your job. Learn. Yes. Learn as much as you can. Yeah. Right. And how mm -hmm. that can apply to what you're trying to do. Yeah, exactly. And if, even if something you don't like it, learn from it. Learn. How would you react about it? Mm -hmm. How can you, are you taking it? Right. Impact. What is your impact? What is your impact? So if you leave and that job mm -hmm. and you do your own thing, could you carry that job to be a partner mm. or a client? Mm -hmm. It's what you do that, that great of a thing that, that, that job says, we don't want to lose you, but we can definitely utilize you in a different way. So yeah. I like that. With you? Yeah. So it's thinking bigger, right? It's, it's thinking bigger. It's, mm -hmm. it's understanding that everything you do has a place, right? It may not make sense, you know, while it's happening, but mm -hmm. everything has a place. Always. Mm -hmm. It's like everything. It's like a whole big uh, puzzle and every piece every, somehow, yes. has, you know, when you look back, then you say, oh, that's why I needed to go through all of this. Mm -hmm. It's like you can see the a picture of it only when you look back, when you've gone through it. That's right. why you have to embrace every part of whatever comes your way. Right. You know, way that's I why it's ask. important to let people know what your vision is. So they understand your passion, right? They they understand that you don't take no for an answer. They they understand mm -hmm. that when it does get tough, that it's no time to to back off of it. It's time to dig in and it's time to keep pushing because there's yeah. something greater on the other side, right? So Absolutely. no matter what your barriers are and in getting into um, any you know, company space or government space, keep pushing, right? Keep reaching out for information and understanding, mm -hmm. collaborate with other people. Don't be afraid to be a partner on a contract. Just make sure that whoever you partner with is a great partner, right? You don't, it's a marriage. When you team with someone and you want to do work with them, you want to make sure that it's a great team. So then that way you guys can harmonize together mm -hmm. and get the contract done. So you can go on to another contract and another contract, mm -hmm. right? I love that. And how do you advise them? You know, sometimes some partnership don't work. Um, how, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, so again, do your due diligence. Um, make sure that you understand um, the person who is that you are dealing with, right? Their mm -hmm. integrity level. Make sure that's a match. What happens if the government doesn't pay you? Does that mean that you won't pay me? Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So it's it's asking those tough questions, getting to know them, going to lunch with them, understanding their personality. Um, there are some people who may be great to be in business with, but not great to sit at dinner with. And you have mm -hmm. to make that decision of, do I want a combination of a person that they have, we have this synergy that I don't have to worry about certain aspects, 
or do I just want somebody who would just sign a check and, and just leave me alone? So it's yeah. all about what you need as a person mm -hmm. and in that relationship, because at the end of the day, it's you and this other company or other companies, because sometimes the teams are a lot larger. You want to make sure your teams are great teams. So you guys mm -hmm. can keep doing it over and over. Mm -hmm. So when they have an yeah. opportunity, they automatically say, hey, we hey, want to bring him again. more to our mm -hmm. opportunity. Right. Mm, That's how yeah. you keep it going. Building great relationships and understanding the work ethic of your team. Mm. Mm. I love that. These are such a very valuable advices. And uh, and don't we often, if we were to listen to our intuition a bit, we mm -hmm. can be guided. But sometimes we override that by what seems logical to us. How do you bring yeah, that they, to so, business? One of the things that um, someone told me years ago is all money is not good money. Mm. So those are those are the kind of decisions you have to make. And sometimes those are hard decisions to make, especially let's say if that contract is a contract that will literally, in your mind, take you to an, another level. Right. Yeah. But it may in the inside may not feel right. Um, and you have to just kind of step back, in, in my opinion, and, and think about where you really want to go yeah um, is, yes. is is it worth what you're trying to do exactly and can you take on that take can you take on those consequences good bad or indifferent right mm -hmm. so it's making it's making very hard decisions sometimes and mm -hmm. i've seen people make decisions where the money was great but the partnership would be a disaster um mm -hmm. which in the long run would tarnish their reputation um and they had to make a hard decision and say no um, but even in the no, in that instance, there's a greater yes, because now you have solidified who you are as a business owner. Yeah. And you understand what's important to you. Um, and you understand that when you make those decisions, they're not just only for you. They impact everything about who you're connected to, all of your employees, um, any other of your contracts, any other uh, prospective business people that you want to get into business with, um, those decisions impact all of that. So they do. Yeah. your life, so they impact your life. They can, they will overflow over everything. Exactly. So well said. But you have to have so much wisdom and so much um, knowledge, and also be surrounded with people like you, like one who knows, yeah. who have seen it happening. Yeah. Thank you. This is amazing. Well, thank you so much for well, sharing. You your amazing work and for doing so much good. And, uh, and I am very, very happy to be able to connect, you know, from different parts of the ocean. So it's yes. really <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're such a delight, like one. I enjoyed every part of, of our conversation and, Thank uh, you. and learning more about your amazing work. Thank you. I appreciate you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you for coming. Right, Bye, everyone. Thank you for being Bye. with us. But if you have any, if you somebody who is interested in having mentors uh, in Washington, in Maryland, uh, and uh, with a small company or even larger company, right, doing contracts for the government to reach out to Laquan McCarley, it's really wonderful to have you in this the network with me. Thank you. Bye. Mm -hmm.